0: Hello, I'm Wes Goldberg, and you're listening to Locked On Heat, your daily podcast on all things Miami Heat. And we are doing a midday episode today because you might be asking yourself, who is Zylan Cheatham? So, dealing with a long list of injuries and one player in the NBA's health and safety protocols, the Miami Heat are using this new NBA hardship rule to add uh, Zylan Cheatham, a forward, a power forward. To a 10-day contract, he's going to be a replacement for Caleb Martin, who has been in the NBA's health and safety protocols for a while now, and it doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon. More on that later on, but just wanted to tell you a little bit more about Zylan Cheatham because if you're like most people on my Twitter feed, you've never heard of this guy. So uh, here's the bio. Former four-star recruit uh, from South Phoenix. Not really a hoops hub, by the way. Um, Zylan Cheatham went undrafted out of Arizona State. In 2019, he's appeared in four NBA games, all for the New Orleans Pelicans in the 2019-20 season, when he totaled 12 points on 6 of 9 shooting, 9 rebounds, and 3 assists. So didn't play a whole lot, obviously. This season, in 13 games in the G League, Cheatham averaged 14.2 points on 49.1% shooting, almost 43%, 42.9% from 3-point range, 10.4 rebounds, 1.8 assists, 1.2 steals, 0.6 blocks. Uh, this guy projects as a sturdy power forward, sort of like PJ Tucker, very much in that mold. But here's the weird thing: <laughs> I found this in doing some of the research, and didn't take long to come across this. He's currently listed by the Birmingham Squadron at six foot five, but he was listed at six eight in college. He was listed at six eight during the NBA draft process. So I don't know if this is a situation where it's just shoes versus measuring without shoes, or if he you, you, shrunk three inches. I'm not. Really sure, uh, but he is also measured to have a seven foot one wingspan, which is above average whether he's six five or six eight. Um, and he's listed at around 220 pounds. So, as a senior at Arizona State, he averaged a double double. He scored a lot of hustle points offensively, also, regularly pushed the ball uh, in transition. He would lead the break by himself. He looked to exploit mismatches in the post and on the perimeter. Very bully ball. And there's a reason why. A little bit more background on him. This guy played football growing up in South Phoenix uh, before uh, his friend really convinced him to start giving basketball a serious try. He did that starting in junior high, and then by eighth grade, he was already getting recruited. He led his eighth grade team to a championship, and that's when he started to get some local attention. He eventually developed into a four-star recruit, bounced around some different high schools, some different Uh, places, played for a bunch of different teams, but eventually did develop into a four-star recruit, despite never really playing, again, like I said, in a major hoops town. People don't go to South Phoenix for hoops. Like I said, people grow up like him, playing football. Uh, It just turned out he was a natural playing basketball. Ends up choosing San Diego State, which is local enough, San Diego to Arizona, to uh, to Phoenix, Uh, but he did have to redshirt uh, his freshman year after breaking a bone in his left foot. After two years, he decides to transfer from San Diego State to Arizona State, where he could be closer to home, but he did also have to sit out another year because of, back then, you had the NCAA transfer rules, so you have to sit an entire year uh, for an entire season. Then, under the guidance of Bobby Hurley, who's done really great work at Arizona State, he becomes elige- he, he became a regular double-double threat. Um, things seemed to be coming together for Cheatham when, in December 2018, he was driving home from a loss to Princeton when he gets a call from his dad, and this is where you kind of have the tragic point in Zyla and Cheatham's life. He gets the call from his dad. Cheatham's brother had been shot, his dad tells him. So Cheatham immediately goes to the hospital because it's local again, and he's waiting for hours, four hours, uh, until eventually his brother passes away. So Cheatham decides to return to Arizona State, again, his hometown university, for a senior season, a senior season that he dedicates to his brother, that year he helps Arizona State advance to the NCAA tournament and get its first March Madness win since 2014. Cheatham tells Sports Illustrated in this great uh, profile of him by Kayleen Jones um, that uh, quote, I, "It was almost like a fairy tale ending to my story to end up back home where I'm from." Cheatham told Sports Illustrated again, "I'll have the show. I'll have the link to this profile in the show notes if you want to read it." Quote, "Looking back, it was a great journey." But it wasn't always as easy as it seems. Again, I I recommend you reading this if you want to learn a little bit more about Cheatham going into the NBA draft. So after his senior season, right, Cheatham enters the NBA draft uh, and worked out for teams Phoenix Suns, the Dallas Mavericks reportedly worked him out. Uh, and while his talent was clear, he was already 23 and a half years old. So whatever measurables, whatever statistics you want to talk about, um, few measurables, few numbers have a greater impact on a player's draft stock than age. And when most top players uh, are coming out as one and done kind of guys at 18, 19 years old, when you're 23 and a half years old, like Cheatham was, um, organizations are going to dock you a little bit. You're not 18. You're not 19. You're not early on in your process where organizations are able to mold you at 23 and a half you know, you, don't, you just don't have as much potential, it's, at least it's viewed, as an 18 or 19-year-old. So he goes undrafted, bounces around the G League for the better part of three seasons before getting this opportunity with Miami Heat. Now, a little bit more about Cheatham. He's a natural threat in transition, uh, a natural threat to cut and finish at the basket in the half court. Uh, and he's been working on his three-point shot. He's actually gone from averaging one and a half threes per game last season to 3.3 threes per game this season. He's shooting 43%. From distance. Again, in the G League, we'll see how that translates to the NBA, but here's a sample from his NBA draft scouting profile here. Um, Defensively, extremely versatile defender who has all the athleticism and mentality to provide value in a variety of ways. High energy rebounder with a nose for the ball rotates for blocks and tries to chase down plays in the open court held his own switching onto guards and was able to play a fair amount of small ball center on effort alone at the college level struggled with uh, fouls some nights but not to the extent that he did early in his career he allowed 0.833 points per isolation possessions uh and 0.65 0.65 points per post-up possession. Those are good numbers. Um, still learning how to hone in in his energy on the perimeter and leave himself a cushion against quicker guards, but embrace challenges all season. So that's how he projects defensively. Now, looking again at his his profile and all these measurables and all these things, his, his, his background, he's going to be a defensive guy, I think, early on. With an opportunity to get to the basket and transition, maybe cut in the half-court setting. Maybe guys like Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero can find him on backdoor cuts to the basket. This is everything that he's going to have to do. And all Cheatham still needs to learn to focus his energy and prove he can be a weapon on offense at the NBA level. But at 26 years old, he's got the tools, right? The other takeaway from all of this, okay? The other takeaway from all of this. It's likely that we're not going to see Caleb Martin, who's still in protocols for some time, at least for 10 days, since Cheatham is signed to this 10-day contract. And if the Heat felt the need to add somebody now, that much is clear. So the silver lining to this, and for a lot of players signing this week in the wake of a wave of players being put into uh, health and safety protocols, is that guys like Zylan Cheatham are getting this opportunity now, an opportunity that they otherwise would not have, right? Right. And so he should be available for Wednesday night's game against the Pistons. And at this rate, he could see some minutes in that game pretty immediately, getting some playing time. We'll see how it goes. And we'll keep you posted here on Locked on Heat. Please do subscribe here on YouTube or on your favorite podcast app. We will have a recap of tonight's game against the Indiana Pacers, where I will be joined by my co-host, David Ramil. So subscribe wherever it is you get podcasts. And again, smash that subscribe button on YouTube. Thanks for listening.